Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined, not in studio, but remotely by my amazing co-host, Coach Mia. Welcome back. Thank you. And we have, of course, uh, Coach and Producer Brandon, who's making all of this mix and sound <laughs> excellent today. It was, it was a struggle at first, but we figured it out. Yep. We did it. We're, we're all here. Behind the scenes, if you were here, you, you would probably would have been shaking your head. Um <laughs> At, at, at us trying to get the audio right. Um, and we got it right. We're going to have a great show. If you just tuned in, go to fivestarlife.org where you can learn more about the mission. We're on a mission to change education, uh, culture, sports, the whole face of it. And, and you do that by targeting the core of a person's operating system, their, their mindset. And we are having incredible impact on tens of thousands of kids all across uh, not only Michigan, if you're listening on 95.3 MNC, but from Michigan all the way to Florida, we're having massive impact and we're growing. So as you listen to the topics, the content we're talking about, and if it resonates with something that you wish your school, your community center, your nonprofit had access to, go to fivestarlife.org to learn more about how you can bring it to your community. We're going to have a great show today, though. We, we're starting a new series. Yeah, so we just, you know, we're in studio, but we're in the in the radio podcasting section of our studio. Um, but I'm looking across the room at all the cameras, the lights. We just filmed um, an awesome uh, lesson. It's a brand new series we kicked off today. And our theme this year is Breakthrough. Um, which I'm super excited about. So every lesson that we'll teach kids will be through this lens of how to break through. And you think about breakthrough, you're thinking about like a breach in the wall of an enemy, um, the breaking up or shattering of something, um, an important development or achievement that ushers us into a new level. And that that is going to be the foundation of, of everything we teach the kids this year. So we're excited. Now, this is an exciting theme. When you came up with it and told us, I mean, it was probably a month or so ago, a little over a month ago. It was, it's just, there's so many things we can do with it and it's exciting. So we're starting off with, there's, there's four different series we'll do with, with breakthrough. And the first one is all about motivation. Um, everywhere I go, when I go to schools, detention centers, if I talk to parents or teachers, one of the central themes in the last uh, year has been from kids. I just don't have any motivation. Like they're admitting it. They know it. They're like, Seth, coach said that. I don't know how to motivate myself to get out of bed, to do my schoolwork, to work out. To It's like I have the head knowledge, but I'm just not motivated. And parents and teachers are saying the same thing. Like my kids, I don't know. They know I've trained them, but they just won't do anything. And so we're going to spend seven lessons unpacking this issue with motivation. And the first lesson kicks off by just making sure that people understand, you know, the thing that births motivation, 
If you want a breakthrough in life, you want a breakthrough in motivation, motivation is, is birthed by vision. And vision is birthed by using your imagination. And so th- there's so many people in, in life that are unmotivated to do things they want to do, whether it's change a bad habit, whether it's get out of a relationship, whether it's start something new, whether it's start your own business. But, but it all starts with, if we're truly, if we have a vision for something that, that is inspiring, we will be, we will be compelled. It, it's like a moth to a flame. That That's what vision does for us. And so, what I always tell kids is if you aren't motivated, it's because your dream, your vision, your image of what you're going after is so insignificant or so small, it's not worth chasing. I assume that we're going to break down and help kids uh, like come up with this vision because sometimes it's just so overwhelming to think that you could live at a higher level or dream for something higher. There, There's no question about that. And, you know, there's so many illustrations. Um, I use one from uh, just a, a, a family I, I know. Uh, I, I know several sets of twins, and there's a set of twins who um, they are totally raised in the same home, the same environment, the same circumstances. One is thriving academically in a, 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 a really good healthy relationship with, with, with the boy and, and pursuing something. The other, the other twin is struggling to get out of bed, battling anxiety and depression and has no clue what they want to do. And again, the, the common denominator is, is vision one has an idea of what they want. They're pursuing something. They have an image of the relationship they want, the kind of person they want to be around. They have an an idea of like what they want to pursue career-wise. And so all of that causes them to get up in the morning, to go to school, to work because they're going somewhere, right? When you have nothing to look forward to, when you have nothing exciting, you just stay where you're at. Mm -hmm. And, And so... Yeah, we walk through this exercise with kids, um, but we have to help them understand that, you know, getting a vision, some people will say, well, that, that's great, Coach Seth. Um, if I don't have a vision, what, am I going to be a loser Like because I have no vision? No, you, you, can, you can tap in, you can start to develop a vision, but you're going to have to tap into your imagination. And imagination is probably one of the under, most under-discussed superpowers that we have. Uh, imagination is the creative faculty we're all born with. We all have it. And kids especially, they have such a creative imagination. I mean, little kids, you watch them. I mean, a little saucepan is not just, they don't even know what a saucepan is used for necessarily, but they're using it as a helmet, as a, as, as a, you know, a Frisbee. They're using it for all kinds of things because what they have, they're, they're tapped into their creative faculties. They're tapped into their imagination. But what happens is as we age, we learn that the, the saucepan is used to cook with. It, it, we're told it's not a Frisbee. It's, it's not a helmet. It's not a shield when you're in a fight. 
It's not all these other things that you've imagined. And so what happens by default, it's not intentionally by parents or adults or even by the environment that kids grew up in, but they're then programmed that, okay, I'm going to shut down the imagination. Shut down. That's not real. That's not real. That's not real. And so if we're not careful, we start to minimize our imagination and we're taught that this is how the world works. And all of a sudden, all these paradigms become very clear with how we're supposed to work, how we're supposed to think, how we're supposed to talk. And then as you get into adolescence, then insecurity comes in. And then we're afraid to use our creativity and imagination. But this first lesson is all about helping kids take a step back and say, you know, if you could imagine anything, like what is one area of your life? And we actually walk them through this this whole process of tapping into their imagination. But I want to encourage this listening audience. First thing I would encourage you to do, if you don't use your imagination, if you don't have a clear vision, you've got to develop a thinking chair. Like you should have a place in your home that you can go to think. Our mind, our brain, our thinking, our thought process is, is what what separates us from the entire animal kingdom. We're the only beings, the only creatures in the planet that has the ability to not just respond, to react to environments, but we, we, get to, we get to create the life that we want. That is exciting. But we are so busy on the rat, in the rat race that we don't tap into this imagination enough. And whenever I get busy or overwhelmed, I, it's always a reminder of me to take a time out and step back and start imagining where, I, like, let's look at where I am, but where do I want to go? And then clarity comes. It's, it's amazing. We got about 30 seconds. So we'll pause here, but when we come back, I'm going to walk us through the same activity we walk students through that kind of sparks that imagination, sparks that creativity. And uh, for some of you are like, this is too weird. Just get over it. You have an imagination. God gave that to you. We're going to tap into it. And it's, it's, it's a part of the key of motivating you to get to the next level. Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the 5 Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at 5starlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch. Welcome back to the 5 Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined with my co-host, Coach Mia, and producer, Brandon. Welcome back. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So if you just tuned in, go to 5starlife.org. Learn more about the mission of 5 Star. We're having major impact. We're transforming this whole generation by targeting kids at their, at their core, their mindset, their operating system. And it's having huge impact in public schools, in detention centers, with sports programs. Go to 5starlife.org to learn more about that. I want to encourage you also, we have something very special coming up May 16th through 19th. We've never done this before, but 
literally, we're celebrating 75 years of NASCAR with 75 hours of giving. This is a NASCAR initiative that we are piggybacking on. And we're asking anybody that's interested in getting involved with Five Star, you can go to, uh, there's a link uh, here in our social media pages for the NASCAR uh, 75, 75 hours of giving where you can donate and we're trying to get up to $750 because at that threshold, NASCAR then will start to match what what, what what's uh, actually given us. So uh, be a part of that. That's coming up May 16th through 19th. You have like three, four days to give. Uh, but the first segment we talked about um, breakthrough, which is our theme for this year that we're teaching kids. And we're starting with this focus on helping kids break through in their motivation. Kids are, are less motivated than ever before, in my opinion. And when you look at some of the research, I know research can only take us so far on, on that part of it, but there's so many things and factors that go into why it is that kids are not motivated. And I'm holding up my, my smartphone. Smartphones are programming kids' minds. And if, imagine, if, if vision is the thing that births motivation, motivation is birthed by... You're not going to pursue, like, why do I get up in the morning? Why do I go to, why do we do a certain, like, you're not going to go to work if you don't get a paycheck. Like, let's just be honest. Like, it's the rare person that would work for free. There's certain people that would work for free because they just love what they do, but it's because what? They have a vision of changing the world, so I'll work for free. So it still comes back to vision. Everything we do, we get up, we go to the gym, we work out. Why? Because we have a vision of what we want our body to look like. We have a vision of the health, of the energy we want to have. Why do we cut calories or eat clean or do detoxes? Because we have, we're motivated because we have a vision of how it's going to help our health. So everything that we're motivated to do is birthed, it's birthed by vision. And the, this, the, the screens that kids are looking at, whether it's Netflix, video games, or social media, that is replacing the imagination and the vision of kids. So we now are raising a generation to become zombies because it's addicting their brain. Yeah. Sorry. It kind of takes away just like your natural or your own like individual thought, right? When you're constantly scrolling or watching Netflix, you're not taking the time to have your own thoughts and really and be with your thoughts. Which is something that in the fast-paced society, we do less and less of that, of taking time. I mean, you think about quiet space. That's why in the opening segment, I encouraged everybody to have a thinking chair. And some people think that's really weird or really strange or why would I do that? But it's amazing the clarity that will happen when you can get away from the noise and just sit and think. Now, being intentional with your thoughts is really important because sometimes if you start that practice, if you've never done it before, it can be overwhelming because there's so much noise. It can be the to-do list. It can be the pressure. It can be the health issue. It can be the kids. It can be the finances. You can have all these things and then that can lead to just crazy anxiety, right? So, so, so what we're teaching kids is, listen, 
um, you can learn how to tap into your imagination uh, and, and start to develop a vision. You know, scientist and inventor Nikola Tesla, he, he explained that imagination was at the very core of every scientific breakthrough and invention he ever came up with. He would actually visualize, this is powerful, he would visualize what he wanted to create, then he'd go create it. And then guess what? As it wasn't perfected, he'd go back to his thinking chair and he would visually break things down visually, which it's incredible when you think about it. He would break it down visually and then go back, inspiration would come and then you'd go try certain things and aha, things would start to work. Albert Einstein said the same thing. Um, he actually said, and again, this is a genius. He said, imagination is far more powerful than just knowledge. These are the most, some of the most creative people that have walked the planet. And if, if we were wise, we'd say, okay, I think I can learn something from these guys. Imagination is a big deal. Anything that you see that you like, that you value, somebody had to first imagine that product, that vehicle, that service, that experience, everything was first imagined. So when you think about what's influenced our culture the most, it's all from people that have tapped into their imagination. You know, you know um, I think another part of imagination that we we forget about too. And I know Seth, you and I have talked about this before is even like the healing power of like our bodies and mm -hmm. imagination. Um, I just, I found a masseuse and she's all about like your breathing and just imagining like taking that pain away. And it, it really, I mean, it works. So it's like, it's so powerful to tap into that part of our brain. There is some incredible research about that right there. And some people think, Oh, that's weird. That's snake oil. It doesn't work. Well, with all the brain imaging and the neuroscience technology, they can now measure these things. You know, the quantum physics research is, is really fascinating because it talks about that it really is mind over matter. Like that's a simple cliche. You've heard it's mind over matter. It, where there's a will, there's a way. But it's actually scientifically proven now that when, when you imagine your body being healthy, being whole... It, it is the precursor. It's the thing that sends a message to every cell in your body and that area of your body and you focus and you imagine health and healing. It's like your cells respond. Now, I'm not a neuroscience or, or, and I haven't really studied, studied quantum physics. I'm not a physicist. But what I know is what you're saying, Mia, is absolutely true. And I, I use it anecdotally all the time. There's days where I'm tired or, or I'll feel sickness coming on or I'll have a headache and I'll just start talking to that headache and I'll start just breathing and relaxing and imagining myself relaxing. I'll imagine all the pain leaving and I'm t I swear within 15 minutes, I'm better. It works like clockwork for me. Injuries. Oh, it's incredible. Power of the mind. Power of the mind, which what does that say about the way we were created? We were created to have incredible power and to really be able to shape our future. But it seems like everywhere we turn, there's messages that saying we have no power. 
and that we need to be dependent on other things that make us buy products. <laughs> and I'm not against products. I, I, I'm not. Um, but it is very, very fascinating, very interesting. So I wanted to get into this, this process we took kids through uh, of tapping into their imagination. But we're just about, uh, just about out of time in this segment. But I, I just want to encourage you, this idea, you have creative power deep down in the inside of you that's just waiting for you to use your imagination to create the life of your dream, uh, life of your dreams. And if you want to have a breakthrough in motivation, it, it really starts with, and we tell kids this, by living by the five slave value of responsibility, which we define as taking ownership of your past choices your current reality, your future dreams. In, a, in the next segment, we'll unpack how to take responsibility for your motivation and for your imagination. Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to fivestarlife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined with my co-host, Coach Mia. Welcome back. Thank you. And of course, we have producer and coach Brandon. Welcome back to you. Hey, thank you. So, you know, we're talking about the power of imagination. We're teaching a whole series, our whole theme that we're creating curriculum around for our kids across America. We're, we really want to usher in a breakthrough in this generation. And one of the core areas kids need to break through is in motivation. And kids, everybody is talking about it, they have less motivation than ever before. And it's it's comes down to a lack of vision. They they don't have something that's inspiring that gets them out of bed that caused them to want to study that caused them want to to want to build friendships. It is so comfortable to sit in their bedroom on their phone, swiping right, binge watching Netflix or playing video games. It's very comfortable, and it is actually proven that these executives that run social media companies, uh, video game companies, and all of our television, they call them programs for a reason. They're programs. It's programming. There are psychologists, high-level psychologists that, are, that consult with these groups to think about how do we get a dopamine hit? How do we, how do we use a human being's physiological system, their anatomy? How do we get them to get the dopamine loops that are hooked on this program, on the social media channel, on this game. This is, nobody wants to talk about this, but they're addicting us and they're programming us. And so what we're doing is we're challenging kids to snap out of it and to say, listen, if you, the moment you choose to tap into your imagination, take responsibility to own the thoughts you think about, motivation will start to come. But right now, your motivation has been hijacked probably by a screen or by some other individual. And so I'm going to ask um, our, our, everybody that's listening, and me and Brandon, 
follow me on a journey. Okay. This is going to be a little weird. Some people are going to be a little weirded out by this, but I encourage you, uh, don't be weirded about it. Weirded out about it because you and you alone can choose to tap in your imagination and create a vision for yourself. Nobody can do it for you. It's on you. So I'm going to have everybody just wherever you're at, if you're driving, you can't, you can't close your eyes, but everybody else close your eyes. Um, and we're going to practice using our imagination. And I, I, again, this is your superpower. So with your eyes closed, I want you to think about one area of your life that you wish was different or something you hope to accomplish. So with your eyes closed, what is one area of your life you wish was different or something that you hope to accomplish can be either category. It could relate to, for those of you in school, for kids, we talk about grades or academics. Could be something regarding your relationships or social life, your health, your body, maybe your finances. Maybe it's something, uh, some kind of accomplishment or, or, or performance or a sport. Or maybe it's a career change. Maybe you're stuck in your career. You wish it was different. And again, I want you to think about something you can accomplish if anything was possible. Just don't think about any barriers. Don't think about why it couldn't work. Just what do you want in your life to be different? And I want you to latch on to one kind of dominant area. Get that image locked in. And imagine again that you had no limitations, could shape it and create what you want in that area of your life. What would it look like? What would it feel like? Experiencing it. What, what would that feel like? Get a clear picture in your mind. Now, you can open your eyes again. It, this is a super, like a mini version, right? Because this is a short program. And what we film for kids is like seven minutes long. So that, that's a snippet. But this right here is something that I encourage you to do on a daily basis. And every day I get up and I imagine what my day to be. Oh man, I get, I'm, I get myself so fired up. I get so much motivation from, from just thinking about what I'm, I go over my schedule and I, and I imagine what I want the outcomes to be. And I think about what else I want to do. And then I give myself a little creative space too. And I'm telling you, it, it, when you get up and just go hit the ground, I, and this is what I used to do, just work. When I started to add my imagination into it and visualizing like, like what, I, what I hoped would be accomplished throughout my day, I just saw winning, 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 success, breakthrough. And then I'm like, let's go do this. It, it like revolutioned the way, revolutionized the way I actually start moving into my day. And it's why it's like I... I I don't remember the last day. I, I don't even remember the last day I, I went to work or went home or went anywhere. Not excited because it's now become a habit for me because I've started to apply this. So, so now when I'm leaving work and going home, I'm imagining what I'm going to do at home and the conversation I'm going to have, or I get to mow my lawn or I get to do, it's just a, it's a fun way to live life. I I think so. As you're talking about this, I think I've, always sub subconsciously done this. Like I haven't really like thought about it in, a, in the way that we just did it.
but I'm, I'm very much so like a visual learner and a visual thinker. So um, when I'm making a practice plan, I'm like, I am visually like, as I write down the drills, I'm thinking, of, I'm visually like thinking about those, yeah. those drills and how I want things to go. Like I want, if I'm looking for like a fast pace, like I'm trying to imagine things that are getting up and down, like what are the, how do we want this to flow? And any, any part of my day, I think I'm usually visualizing what that's going to look like when I'm there. Um, whether it's a conversation I have with them in practice or whether it's a lesson I'm going to teach or like later today I, I have a, a training. I'm like, I picture myself like in that room going through the training. I don't just like, everything's visual for me. So it's really connected for me that I think I've been doing it self, self sure. subconsciously. Like I didn't sit there and get in a thinking chair, but I think I do it. Good. Absolutely. But I'm, I'm thinking of the other people, but coach Seth, you're so positive. <laughs> I didn't grow up that way. You know, what I imagine is everything that could go wrong in my day. Absolutely. And because that's very natural. So doing what I just explained is not totally natural. Um, for, for most people, I mean, research says something like, I think it's 85% of the thoughts we think are negative throughout, throughout the day. So this is, this is why I encourage the thinking chair because it's a place you're going to go to think on purpose. Getting to know yourself, becoming self-aware of how much neg- negative thinking you really have and how you're using this process in reverse, that's a process of you learning really what's going on in your mind. And most people are so fast paced, they're not even aware of the negativity that's kind of hovering around them and within their thought process. So the thinking chair is big. And, and, and it's, it's really not even about whether you're a positive person, person or negative person. What it comes down to is, is what do you want to change? That's all that matters. This is for positive people. This is for negative people. That doesn't matter. It's no respecter of persons. The, the reality is, our imagination shapes our brain, our brain and our thoughts, they release chemicals that impact our emotions. Our emotions then start to trigger motivation and happy thoughts and feelings. So it doesn't matter if you're a happy person, a sad person, an up or down person. It's just if you practice these things and are intentional about thinking on purpose and using your imagination, it will work. But it's a choice, right? You got to take responsibility, mm-hmm. right? That that's one of our values. We're we're helping kids latch onto. It's about taking ownership. So, um, the the other alternative is you can just be a victim, and and there's there's two options. You can take responsibility, take ownership for your imagination, for your motivation, for your future, or, or you can you can be a victim because of the circumstances, because of what has happened wrong and you can blame it on all these things that the PTSD, the trauma you've been through for, for why it is that you have negativity hovering around you like a cloud, but there's just so much hope. And for those who want to latch onto it, um, it will change your life. And that's the promise I made to kids in this lesson. I said, I promise you, if you will engage in this process, your life will never ever be the same again. And I'll say the same to this audience. So we're going to pause for a few minutes. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more, to get involved, to donate, uh, or to 
get ready for that NASCAR Day of Giving uh, on the 16th through 19th. Five Star Life offers year-round programs for kids at our 350-acre training facility that we call Summit. These programs focus on three core components. First, each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined with my co-host, Coach Mia, and producer, Coach Brandon. And we're having a great conversation about motivation and how to help kids, not to help yourself, break have a breakthrough in motivation, those areas of your life that you maybe want to change, maybe you, you want to do something different with your career, or maybe you want to improve a relationship and you're just looking for a breakthrough, whether it's in your health. And, and one of the things that stops us is when we're unmotivated to move towards it. And so we're talking about the power of imagination, how that is, that is what really, uh, that's what births motivation. When we tap into our imagination, we have a vision for something. And I wanted to just get me, I want to get your feedback here. As we walk through, I walked everybody through, if you are just tuning in, uh, by the way, you can listen to this show. If you're listening to it live on radio on 95.3 MNC, you can go back and listen to all of our shows because anywhere that podcasts live, you can find Five Star Life Radio. I listen on Spotify. I think Brand listens on Apple Music. But I encourage you to go back to this um, recording and check it out on our on our playlist because segment three, I walked everybody through this exercise of using your imagination. It was super simple. But it's, it's kind of a, a roadmap that you can mess around with. And everybody will do it differently. But Mia, what, what, talk to me about what you're imagining or how, how to use your imagination. Well, I mean, first I want to say, I think with motivation, we always think it's almost somebody else's responsibility to motivate us. Or there's like something else that has to motivate us to get in shape or, you know, change our finances, read more, whatever. But through your exercise and through this lesson, I mean, it, it truly is a choice and it's on us. Uh, and sometimes that's like, oh my gosh, I'm not strong enough. I can't do this. But I think that simple exercise that you walked us through is, is just really taking it just a few minutes and, and literally visualizing, imagining, like go back to your childhood and practice that of what you want that to look like, what you want your workout to look like, what you want your meal plans to look like, whatever. Because, I mean, for me, it's always like I can't stick to an exercise program because <laughs> I'm unmotivated. But, you know, I don't take the time to visualize, like, truly, what does that look like? It's like I wake up and I'm like, can I fit it in today? Nope. Okay, move on. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, th- this, you made a great point. Th- this is so practical and th- this does not have to be one of these sit down, takes me, you know, two months to figure out my vision for my life. Yeah. I'm talking about very, use this, maybe the best place to start is with practical application. Maybe it is with your health or with a relationship. Again, in the visualization process, I walked everybody through, the question was, what is one area of your life you wish was different? I do this on a daily basis. I think about a situation, a scenario at work or at home. Then I'm like, okay, this is not going well. What is the per- 
how do I want this to go? And a lot of people on the devil's advocate would say, yeah, but you don't have that kind of control. You don't have that kind of power. Well, maybe I do, maybe I don't. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. Now, first I would say to those people, we downplay the amount of influence we have. We downplay how much power we have in our own life. And we, we really downplay the amount of power and influence we have on the people around us. And which, look where that's gotten our culture. Because everybody thinks they have no power, no influence. What do we do? We point the finger and we blame politicians for not fixing our world. Well, at some point, if we take personal responsibility and say, I can change my community. I mean, Mia, that's what we did 18 years ago. When we started Five Star. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, yeah, there's 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 seven thousand kids a drop, uh, seven thousand kids a day dropping out of high school. I, I don't know what to do about that. Well, what we did is we said we can do something about that. Now we had no idea what that was, <laughs> but it started with imagination. What's the problem? Seven thousand kids dropping out of school every day. How, what can we do to change that? Let's start to imagine. Let's start to dream. Okay, I've got a kid who's struggling in school or struggling with an attitude or struggling in my relationship with that, with that child. Okay. Instead of just being miserable and blaming the kid for their behavior and, and blaming whatever happened to get to this point, you you pause and you say, where do I want this relationship to be? And what does it look like? I'm going to imagine that relationship is perfect. It's restored. We have connection. We have relationship. We have understanding. I'm going to wrap myself up in what that looks like, what it feels like. I'm going to experience it before I even get there. Again, this is how Albert Einstein and Nikola Tesla made breakthrough inventions. Long before anything was even close to being a reality, they first imagined it. You can do this on a really small scale. That's where I encourage everybody to start. And I'm, I'm, I can testify that on a daily basis when I do this, it's amazing how when I tap into my imagination, clarity comes, creativity comes, peace comes, and then and there's like at least, there's always one little step I can take. One little step so I can what take. Do you, what do you do when you've vision, you know, you've had this vision for the day and you have a hiccup? And like right off the bat, you're like, that's not what I thought. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a great question. That's exactly where, because that's reality, right? Um, you, you imagine it and then um, it doesn't happen. And so then what I do is I step back and I reimagine. So, so all I focus on is the next step. I have so much peace in my life and, and, and it motivates me because I know all I'm, fa- all I'm really responsible for is to be faithful and great with my next step. Maybe what I tried, I'm going to learn like, oh man, that was a great idea. But now I, Kobe Bryant said this so brilliantly. He said, I never lose. I either win or I learn. I never mm-hmm. fail. I never lose. This is why the guy was such a beast. He had the, he, we called the Mamba mindset. That was what he was referred to. He had the Mamba mindset. I never ever lose or fail. I always win or I learn. And I, I think Mia, that helps me. So if I implement something and it doesn't work, it's like, okay, that didn't work, but something's going to work. And I think this is the next step. And so 
it, it, it helps with the letdown of discouragement that so many of us face when something doesn't go our way. It's like, no, I mean, again, going back to like Edison, Tesla, um, Einstein, all of that, you would not know who those people were if they would have quit after failure. But their mindset was, I'm getting closer. It's going to work because I have the vision. I have the vision. So I'm, it takes this commitment, Mia, to be committed that this vision is going to like come hell or high water. The vision is going to take place. This relationship is going to be restored. Uh, th- this business is going to work. Um, my confidence is going to, to rise I'm, I, because I have the vision. And I'm going to keep going until I get there. That's good. We have about two minutes. So when, when, you, when you think about imagination, why do you think, but if either of you can answer this, why do you think so few people take advantage of tapping into their imagination? Fear, maybe? Fear of what? Maybe not going well, or maybe not going how they imagine it. Or in some circumstances, I think our dreams and, and what we want to achieve getting there isn't easy. So maybe it's fear of that process of, of, I mean, we talked about all these great inventors that they didn't just invent something the first time that they came up with it. Right. Or the first time they thought of wasn't the right thing. They, they had to try and try again. So that process of this is what I want to happen, but I'm going to, probably have to fail through that process. I think there's probably some fear in that. Do you think they really looked at it as like, I'm, I'm going to fail through this process or I'm going to like create this? You know, I think there's a difference. It, like even like what Kobe said is that you never, he's, there was no option to lose. Mm-hmm. Now on the scoreboard, yeah, he lost, but in his mind, he never lost. And I think Seth, you're one of those people, you live your life like that. Um, and it's great to be around because it reminds me that I can live that way too. Kobe Bryant would miss a game winning shot and he literally they'd interview him afterwards and he would own it. But in his mind, he's like, tomorrow I'm going to hit the game winning shot. Cause I'm gonna make this adjustment. That's literally how his brain worked. That takes intention, right? That takes responsibility. And we, we are hardwired for greatness, and um, this whole imagination thing is core to it. I really want to challenge you to take this, apply this, use this, and give us some feedback. Go to 5starlife.org. Give us feedback on social media, too. Thanks for tuning in. We are out of time. At 5 Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you are interested in being a part of our journey, please visit 5starlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.